This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, you got a busy summer ahead? Well, with Factor, you can skip the grocery store trip and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, too. And eat fresh, never frozen meals in just two minutes. Get 50% off your first box with code BANTER50 at factormeals.com slash banter. That's factormeals.com slash banter50. Now it's time on to the show. Now it's Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Welcome to Dynamic Banter, man. Hey, you made it. It's great to see you up here. Have a seat. Take a seat. Get get comfortable, man. This show's not about... How long has this been going on? I think it's since the beginning. No, I mean, when was the beginning of the podcast? As soon as this music was doing weird shit. Uh, I just went blasted. I I was just trying to figure out buttons. I went blasted to the plast. You went blasted to the plast, you said? Yeah, dude. So listen to me, Mike, real quick, dude. Mike, dude. Real quick. Ah. Ah. Okay. I'm listening. Dude, I watched the video the video the other day, and this wide shot is very nice. It's nice. It's very fun. You can see your legs kicking. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that part. And I was like... I I always um, I forget that we don't wear shoes in here, mm-hmm. and I saw my little toesies, and I was like, "What? What a fun thing to have a nice conversation with your friend with your little toesies." Yeah, just your toes out. Yeah, the out. we have it blurred out. Yeah, if you've ever seen it on YouTube. Yeah, and then on Patreon, the only thing that's on the Patreon is the unblurred version. There's a toe cam. Was that that bird from the cereal commercial? <laughs> toe cam <laughs> Sam. That's my username. <laughs> That's your like only fan. Yeah, Toe Camp Sam. <laughs> it's just Toucan Sam like dressed like a pervert. He's got like a coat on. It's just like a old creepy guy in like um like the Walgreens uh 
like Halloween costume version. Dude, maybe it's just like a you know those pictures that like boomers take where it's like the whole frame is empty but and it's just like the top of their heads and you can see maybe their eyes and the angles like this. Okay. And that's their like profile picture. Uh-huh. Like they t- they thought they were like they're like looking because down. it's from like this camera and yeah. they don't know how to tilt it. Yeah, down. they don't know how to tilt it. And yeah. they're like doing this. They're like <laughs> Toe cam Sam. Uh, so, dude. <sighs> uh huh. Um. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. The last week's episode, we had a fun show. It yeah. was a fun episode. And why is that? Well, I'll tell you. Who's there? Who said that? The sophisticates. The sophisticates. <laughs> <laughs> so, the episode uh, was titled No Legs in Heaven, featuring Harley Morenstein. And we had our good boy, Harley Morenstein, was on the show. Yeah. That's why, it was, that's why part of the title was that. That is why that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool when you could trace back the title to, the, um, to what it became. Like. I think the second Harley came on, we should when we decided to at least on half the title to put him in the title. <laughs> what, dude, why is he getting quiet? He drove by. <laughs> We're doing it's a little hot here in California. We're doing it with the window open today. Let me see if I can match this up. Hey, uh, do you guys know where the uh, Burger King is? It says my map says it's right on this corner, but yeah, it's, it's not. Okay, is it goes? <laughs> yeah, let's come back around. Yeah, you want to go two blocks up, one over. Oh, two blocks around, one over. Okay, thank you, man. I appreciate that quite a bit. Thank, I appreciate. It. <laughs> I said thank you for a long time. <laughs> you had a lot to say. I was really thankful. <laughs> so we called it No Legs in Heaven because the episode, because uh, we, were talking, <laughs> we were talking about the bodies <laughs> and how oh, if, yeah. <laughs> if you go to heaven after being selected, your body parts were selected for uh, research purposes, for uh, medical purposes. They take them away in heaven. They take those away in heaven, yeah, yeah. because they didn't have them in your grave. Yeah. And so we were talking about having someone who couldn't even dance with their family in heaven because their legs are gone. That's so sad. And the guy who chopped up those legs, which is someone who emailed the show. But that only happens if your body is defiled after you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not before. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you that's, an that's not your fault in yeah. regular life. Yeah, yeah, you that's still not dance your fault. with your family in heaven. Of course. But if some if the government chops off your legs afterwards, yeah. mm-hmm. they they have a deal with heaven. Yeah, this you. company that sells body parts, they is, own the spirit of your legs. They do. They don't realize that it is in the fine print, though. If you look at the contracts, which you always should do, actually, I highly recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh but the original episode of the show like you know i'll name these episodes based off of something someone said in the episode that's like the funniest thing that could be the title of the episode that's that that's the bit that's the gag 
Okay. Uh-huh. And so, uh... <laughs> and so, there was a moment in the episode when we were talking about Howard the Duck. And we were talking about how in the beginning of the movie of Howard the Duck from the 80s, there is a magazine that is called Play Duck. And on the cover, there's a nude duck, topless duck. (laughs) (laughs) And what you see is feathered mounds with fleshy nipples. (laughs) And we talked about... Calling the episode Feathery Mounds with Fleshy Nipples. Yeah. yeah. And I even had it called that, like, as I saved it all and was ready to go to bed for yeah. the night and, like, have it all go up that way. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about how that title is, like, pretty repulsive sure. if you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Fleshy Mound, or wait, Feathery Mound. With fleshy nipples. Didn't he say suckable duck nipples yeah. at some point? <laughs> suckable duck tits. I would that title would have been even better. Suckable duck. Suckable tits. duck tits. If you could shave your asshole on YouTube, you should be able to call an episode. <laughs> I think you're right. Feathered mountains, suckable duck tits. Can you shave your asshole on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I've seen it. so anyway are you how do you feel about that how do you feel about the episode was almost titled feathery mounds with fleshy nipples how do i feel yeah do you feel like it was a missed opportunity or are you happy it went by the wayside i if you hadn't told me what it was about i would never know you would have never known Yeah. yeah okay so I, it could have been fleshy mounds with feathery nipples. You could change it a hundred times before eight o'clock today. I'll never know. Uh, but I, yeah, but that was, I took you a little bit through it. My own little history road on how I, <laughs> how I get those titles in there sometimes. Did you think, so why is it one and not the other? Well, because when we got to the no legs in heaven part, that. You thought felt... it would, we would have been red flagged for well, the other Well, yeah. Well, I thought like maybe it's like a little too repulsive. And if we have our friend Harley on, I don't want to name the episode that our guest is on something that's like kind of disgusting. You don't want to cut the views off at the knees. Yeah, I just it felt like and also like maybe advertisers wouldn't like that. Maybe that it was fleshy nipple. Yeah. In the title. And so, yeah, a lot of thoughts went through my head. With Fleshy that. nipple, I think, in that case is better than suckable duck tip. Sure. But if the whole episode being called Feathery Mounds and Fleshy Nipple might have been a deterrent in my in my head. I was like, I thought long enough about it that I was like, I'm just going to call it No Legs in Heaven yeah. because that's funny, too. And I love when you have to listen to the whole episode to figure out what the title is. Yeah. Like to some listeners, it's kind of a game to them like when does the title pop up in the episode that's fine and uh it felt right for it to this one to be right in the end when did you change it when was the realization it was like right away pretty much like i well i was editing it and i was like i typed it out 
and it looked so funny. It was also <laughs> the longest title in the world because yeah. it was Feathery featuring. Mounds with Fleshy Nipples featuring Harley Morenstein. So it would have been like Fleshy Mounds dot dot dot. Yeah. With dot dot dot. Yeah. Or something. And I just was like, you know what? Maybe just for the aesthetics and for the all-around vibe. I think it's a good call. So anyway, I made that call, and that's how that works sometimes. I think you saved the episode. Hey, BB Bobby. I might have saved the day, BB Bobby. I might have booby Bobby to save the Bobby Bobby. That's one of my favorite sounds currently is whatever that is. Like, how can we ruin it as fast as possible? Let's try that. Oh, that's Mike's favorite sound. Let's experiment with how bad we can make it. (laughs) What was the record for how fast something has become (laughs) not your favorite thing? (laughs) I really like that. And then I try to make it horrible for you. I feel like you just uh, ripped the head off my uh, stuffed animal in front of me. I'm sorry, man. You know, sometimes you just got to like have, you got to see what works. Do you ever have someone do that to you? You bring something like to summer camp or school, like an action figure, and they pull it apart? Dude, that, that, like, it started to feel like show and tell was like, why don't you possibly, there's a 90% chance your thing's going to be ruined by bullies. Yeah, show something you don't have emotional attachment to. Yeah, here's here's my favorite stick I found outside. Yeah, this page in my book was pretty good. Here's my homework from last night. It fucking sucks. But I finished it, and here it is. It's done. I felt good about it being finished. If anyone. It's my pencil that I just had in my hand. I'm showing you and telling you about it. Showing and telling. It's just a regular one. What was the point of show and tell from an adult perspective? Learn how to brag capitalism. Right? <laughs> like it was it's definitely like show things that make your friend jealous. Maybe it was um so you, you can get to tell? know yeah. people more as a person. You know, you're maybe, bringing like a yeah. personal thing so you can make friends. Yeah, maybe they were like we need to work more organic ways isn't it weird that like the older you get the more you realize that like most of the things that you like had to do in school were decided by like six adults that you had to do to like either make friends or like whatever like their curriculum Mm -hmm. included you had to do the American flag, like like salute the flag every morning. Yeah, you had to, like, it's interesting because it's like your parents can't be around all the time because yeah. they're in the machine, right? And they got to work. Yeah. So then you need to go halvesies in teaching a kid how to be a good American. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you got to teach them like colors and stuff, mm-hmm. but you also got to teach them like how to be a person and how money works and stuff. You have to teach them how to take out a loan. Let's show you guys how money works so you can get in there right away. We'll show you how to make money so you can give it all back when taxes. Do you think that government just looks at children and their stomach feels like when you're hungry and you're about to eat the foods right in front of your face? I think the government sees children as like, look at this state-of-the-art lawnmower that's not done being built yet. Yeah. I'm going to be able to to cut so much grass with this lawnmower. That boy's going to cut a lot of grass. Look at these little appliances that are going to work for us at some point. Save the appliances. I can't wait. No appliance left behind. (laughs) 
It's so Don't kill the appliances, no matter what. Do you think that, like... It's not done being made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and we need that. We need that appliance. We're gonna need it. We may not need it now. If you abort this appliance, it's not gonna be able to pay taxes. That kid's gonna grow up to be an air fryer. Hey, baby, Robert. Hey, baby, Bobby. <laughs> Here you go, baby, Bobby. Robocop. Little appliance. Feeding Robocop. Dude, I watched a lot of RoboCop the other day, and I EOG. really, really, like, it was funny for a long time, Yeah, and then it goes on for too long. It goes on for too, too you long. You watched the whole movie? Yeah, I think I watched one, and then I fell asleep, and two was happening to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, yeah, well, you think one is just too long of a movie? Like, at yeah. the beginning, when, like, it's there's a- so much kitschy stuff, like putting a human face on a robot. Yeah. And then, uh, and... Um, and, like, stretching the skin over the leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And him being, like, state-of-the-art, but still walking like a robot. You know, like he has feel he still cares about his wife, but he also walks like a fucking yeah. and um, all of that was very funny. And then it goes mm-hmm. on for too long. Yeah. And then they make like six more movies about it. Yeah. Like you already did these. I think they could have kept making them. They shouldn't have stopped. They could have. I think it's like, you know, the Hellraiser movies. There's like 19 of those. It's like that. Yeah. Yeah. In the same type of a now a different crime happens. Yeah. There's always crimes. And he's always going to miss his wife. Right now, uh, cops and robots aren't very loved. Robots are like, AI, we're angry at AI right now. But we need the cops to protect us from the robots. Exactly. (laughs) You'll see. I do love (laughs) RoboCop, though. Uh I think that's a fantastic movie. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when the guy falls out of the window in the beginning, or at the end, and his arms and legs are too long. (laughs) The, like, puppet that's falling. (laughs) It looks real stupid. (laughs) It's my favorite. Uh, I I do like how unbelievably 80s it is. Oh, it's so 80s. With people doing nuke. Dude, uh, the fucking guy Red from that 70s show. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Bitches leave. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. That's the fucking best shit. He busts into the guy's room while he's doing cocaine with all these women. And he just busts through. Bitches leave. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody understood at once. (laughs) Yeah, everyone left. Here, let me show you really quick what it looks like when this guy falls. Yeah, BB Bobby. Hey, BB Bobby. Oh, shit. New Mission Impossible. (laughs) Damn, dude. I heard it's very good. Oh, shit. Those movies can also go on forever. Uh It's just Tom Cruise doing more ridiculous shit. Why not? So here we go. Ed 209 is going to blast this motherfucker to death. Why would they strap a human face to it? Ed 209? He has a little face on the front. Robocop, yeah. Okay. He's gonna kill. He's 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 got a hostage. Ed two hundred nine is not gonna take it though. Okay, look at. He's gonna fall and then watch his arms and legs. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, he has like two elbows. Look at this. <laughs> he does have Why two is elbows. he like that? Why'd they know, give him two uh, forearms? I think bones? they made a puppet that was gonna fall. Damn. 
And nobody uh, double checked the pop out. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. It's so funny. Why would they make every time? Why would they make a puppet fall on a green screen? Uh, you know, it's interesting because, like, you know, this is kind of like a nerdy thing, but in movies, when people fall off of things, like it always looks kind of like bad. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it's like you can't even tell. Like it's pretty good now. Like Finally. Marvel movies, people fall off of cliffs and things, and it's like no problem. You don't even think twice about it. But these scenes where like they really relish in someone like falling from a far yeah distance, it's always like someone on a green screen. Whoa! But I'm saying, just... why is he? Why is he a dummy? Because I think they were like trying different techniques. Putting a dummy on a green screen is like what's the safest way? How can we film someone falling with zero risk to injury? Dude, Maybe these, they had no insurance on set. These movies were made with like seventy five percent cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. especially during that time. Uh huh. So they were probably just like because they were using puppets for all sorts of shit. Ed two hundred nine a lot of times is like a big stop motion puppet, mm. and there's the battle between RoboCop and Ed two hundred nine sometimes has some like stop motion elements in it. So they were like using all sorts of weird like techniques in that movie, mm-hmm. and I swear it's probably just one of those things where someone did a fat fucking rail and they were. Just like, <laughs> I could do it. Just making up a puppet. <laughs> what if it's pu- he's a puppet? It's like, but I already made the puppet. I'm, but we already got the rig, so the guy falls. Yeah, on the, the director's like, we literally just have to lay him on the green screen and have him fall uh, he's around. A puppet. Look at this puppet. I already made it. Look at these arms. <laughs> Dude, things like that in movies, though, like, I fucking love. There's another really good one in, um, man, maybe it's Goodfellas. Mm. Which which movie with mafia dudes in it is the one where, like, he gets into his car, and the second he closes the car door, the car explodes? It's, like, a main character. It, like, happens. Remember. It's like, either wait, Goodfellas right. or uh, Godfather. Maybe. Anyway, if it's it might be Goodfellas. Or a Bronx Tale? Dude, one of the funniest fucking, like, me and my friend used to rewind it and laugh so hard. Because it cuts from, like, the guy getting into the car, the actor getting into the car. And then it cuts to a wide shot of the car with, like, a dummy in the inside. And it's, like, leaning, like, kind of, like, completely still in an unnatural... It fell over right before the pyro. Yeah, dude, yeah, like, they just... Didn't match when the actor got in the car. Yeah, and then by the and then the dummy's like you can see it like not moving at all for like a split second. Yeah, and then the explosion happens. Mm-hmm. But dude, I just love it when they leave in like weird, dumb, bad mistakes. Dude, like it's that. almost like um, inspiring when things when you could see how things work like that. Because then you're like, I have a VHS camera. And we have a scarecrow. Maybe we could film something funny in the backyard. Yeah, totally. And now it's like literally everyone could do special effects on their phone. You know what's interesting about that too? Like what? I I agree that like, um, you know, people can, uh, yeah. What is it, Steve? No no one ever, no one talks like that. Yeah. Go on. (laughs) Unless you're in a movie, I guess. What? Yeah. What? (laughs) Um, You know what's, you know what's kind of interesting about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like animated movie dialogue. Yeah, like Pixar face. Yeah, yeah. What? Hold on a second. What? Huh? Huh? Um, 
But, uh, shit. I forgot what I was going to say I'm now. sorry. I interrupted no, you. No, but it was funny. It was at least a funny bit. We're talking about everyone has special effects on their phone. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about how, like, you know, I, everyone now has, like, access to all this stuff and could make, like, a movie. But it's like, how come we haven't, like, heard about, like, a movie some, like, small filmmaker made... Like, we hear about independent films all the time, like, bought by, like, small distributors and, like, they're indie films. Yeah. And if they're really good, you, like, hear about it and then you, like, eventually go to see it. But, like, how come by now with all of, like, the technology people have in their hands, like, we haven't really seen much from that, like, world? Is it similar to saying why hasn't, like, the best band in the world been discovered or whatever? Yeah. Because it's kind of like everyone has access to it. And you think about how hard it is to break through anything as an artist. For sure. It's like you got to conquer um, being seen where people are at. So it would be like, you know, there. I guess there's an argument to be made. If you saw really good stuff on TikTok and you yeah. discovered that kind of person that way. Yeah. Because they would need to like play the game of where everyone's watching stuff. That's what to I'm get saying. Their stuff put on. There. Yeah. Like you kind of have to like play the algorithm a little bit. Like you have to. In the old days, it was like you just needed like a good song and eventually people would hear it. Yeah. But now it's like you have to like work the algorithm. You have to like figure out how to get your shit in front of the audience that would best receive this yeah and and i think that like that's a skill that like needs to also be learned on top of being like an artist or yeah whatever. it's part it's very much part of it nowadays yeah. but it's interesting that like like i've been served a lot of like tactile analog stuff that's like really cool like you know physical art like people make puppets and people make like cool like electronic things and uh I see a lot of that on TikTok and I'm served a lot of like cool art from indie artists like that. Uh-huh. But like, I haven't seen like, here's like a clip of like something a student made of like an action scene that they just did as a proof of concept. Like I haven't seen that. And like, I want to see that. It could also mostly suck. Maybe it mostly sucks. Yeah. yeah. But you can do the effects and stuff doesn't mean it's going to be good. Right. Well, Think about how long like, you have to take to like get good at it. I want to see the bad stuff. stuff even though. Like, have True. you seen any bad stuff? Like, no. I haven't seen any. You can really find it. Yeah, I'm not looking. Well, you know how like TikTok is like, it gives you things before you even about? realize you want it? <laughs> like, uh-huh. yeah, it totally does. Like, yeah. not like in a weird, creepy way, but in a way that like you're your patterns like have been already figured out by it's like algorithm and by by that it like rolls the dice on things and serves you things that you like would like based on how you're swiping and shit dude you ever hit not interested absolutely and then get that person's absolutely again like instantly absolutely that's the most annoying thing that is that's like i literally went out of my way i could have just swiped by it but i went out of my way to press a button yeah that says not interested and you two swipes down the road are like you sure yeah you sure yeah how how are we gonna get you sure about that algorithm Dude, you no. can't get him out of there. I would like Hank to replace everything. 90% of my <laughs> Dude, same. If I'm being honest. Uh, Dude, can I say one more thing about TikTok yeah, before brother. we move on? Remember that guy I was talking about where he goes and he picks out random samples? Oh, yeah. oh, and then smashes them if they suck? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, his name oh. is Bam Boon. B A M B O O N, as in noon. Bam beep beep boom beam. Bam Boon. <laughs> his name's Bam Boon. Bam Boon. Dude, okay. I so, said. Kevin. VR. Yes, exactly. I was like, you were supposed to remind me, but this is the good. T- it's a good you time to remember it. Anyway. So, dude, last night, <laughs> we were having another VR night. Yeah. This is our Tuesday nights. We have a group of friends. We watch something in VR. Tuesday and night, night, night. Tuesday night, night. <laughs> Tuesday ver night, night. And uh, we'll watch shit. Like, lately, we've been watching... Uh, Eric Andre episodes as they drop. So mm-hmm. we'll watch like two episodes at a time. And the Eric Andre show, the new season is like fucking amazing. It's a work of art. It's the best garbage, trash, funny, hilarious shit on TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, <laughs> we watched <clears throat> two episodes in a row. And even that is like, you feel tired. Mm-hmm. Like, I think after. Watching the second episode, one of my friends said, my bones are tired <laughs> after watching both of those episodes back to back. But we love it. And it's so fun. And Eric Andre is just like trash. Have you seen any episodes? Back in the day, yeah. B.O.G. show? Yeah, yeah. What is it on? It's different now. It's on Adult Swim. Okay. I mean, different in the way that it's definitely grown and evolved as a show. And it looks prettier even, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they have like better technology and uh um, whatever what that word is production, production. value yeah. yeah and uh hannibal burris is no longer on the show they've got that felipe esparza guy okay yeah, yeah. who i love you ever yeah. seen that guy yeah uh-huh he's great and uh <laughs> dude he so he's like the new hannibal and i think he's doing a great job okay but anyway, it's a fucking great bonkers show. So we watched a couple of those episodes. And then earlier in that evening, I was like, I don't know what we're going to watch. Because lately we've been doing, uh, since Eric Andre episodes are new, we've been watching the new episodes. And then we'll watch a Mystery Science Theater mm. episode. 3000. Yeah. You ever seen Mystery Science Theater 3000? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've been showing the gang like the best episodes and it's been like great. But I was like, let's take a break from Mystery Science Theater. What are we watching tonight? Dude, what an inception thing to watch. I know. Mystery dude. Science Theater in VR with your friends. Dude, and it looks funny because if you pick the right environment, it looks like they're just in the theater yeah, with you. That's funny. Like with as dark as it is in there, it's yeah. really cool. But anyway, so I hit up Owen, and I was like, Owen, I don't know what movie we're watching. I want to take a break from a Mystery Science Theater for just a little bit. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. So I was like, Owen, what should we watch? And he was like, dude, I've been working on something that would be really fun if we could watch tonight. And I was like, what is it? And he's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He had always wanted... This is the shit kind of shit that goes on in Owen's head, legitimately. He had been wondering what the movie Titanic would be like. Was about. (laughs) He wanted to know what it was about. He's always wanted to know what that movie's about. (laughs) Owen's just always wanted to know. Because he's curious. He's never seen it. So he's like, what's this movie about? What's this Titanic movie about? 
that I keep hearing about. <laughs> so Owen was like, what would a version of Titanic without Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet and most of the characters be like? Yeah. <laughs> like, what would that be? And how long would that be? And what would it even work still? So he fucking edited out. He took Titanic and edited out all of the love story. Like Leonardo DiCaprio is never seen. Takes out Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, and all of the side characters. Uh There's just no story. It opens with like so. It's I think the original Titanic is like like, vlog footage. Dude, it's surprisingly kind of like worked. Yeah, because it was like. (laughs) <laughs> the, the original Titanic movie is three hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a long boat. Yeah. It's a long boat. They got to get through the whole thing. And uh, Owen's cut is 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you cut out all the bullshit of that movie, yeah. it's 45 minutes long. Dude. Yeah. So... It opens the same way with like the subs like going down to the wreckage of the Titanic and like checking it out. And Bill Paxton going like, all right, let's go further down. And also RIP, Bill Paxton passed away tragically during surgery. (laughs) What the fuck? Really? Yeah, dude. He was just getting like a routine surgery and he died during anesthesia. Like you could just die. That's fucking sucks. That's crazy. Dude was like a goddamn legend. He was. He was a great actor. Anyway, rest in peace. But so Bill, it's like Bill Paxton, like looking at like all the wreckage and stuff. And then all of a sudden it just cuts to like 19, whatever. Mm. And all the people are getting on the Titanic and it's the music. And it's like, and so, uh, and then it's like the whole beginning of Titanic and it's like everyone's getting on the ship and then it's like everyone's getting into their rooms and everyone's like all happy. They're all up on the decks and stuff. And then the next thing that happens is like, <laughs> iceberg! dude, and then the next like 30 minutes of the movie is the ice is like the ship falling apart. Yeah. And so we're watching this dude and it's like still intense because when you watch Titanic the way it's meant to be seen, by the time they hit the iceberg, it's still like a while before the whole ship sinks. Right. Like I think it took two hours in real time from when the Titanic hit the iceberg and was like fully sunk. Mm. So you feel that tension as like the captain finds out and all the other people find out. And then suddenly like the most well-to-do people find out and you're like really feeling that tension, just like the movie, even though you're not following any characters or anything, you start to realize that what you're watching is almost like, like a reenactment of the Titanic. Yeah. Like the unsolved mysteries. Yeah. But without the VO and without the people being interviewed. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We find today that we're going to the depths of the ocean. Yeah. (laughs) To a graveyard known as the Titanic. But dude, like it was like really like good. Like it worked. We didn't need any of that Leonardo DiCaprio love story shit. Yeah. 
like you're still in it and you're like feeling bad for the characters and it's intense and it's fucking crazy and then the ship starts falling apart and you're like oh my god and then it starts to get like fucked up and sad yeah because all you're doing is watching people like one by one like get in some sort of bad predicament they're locked in their room or they can't get out the yeah. boats are all gone now like the rescue boats are gone so now what are they doing like the band's playing so it's all somber and you don't know what's going on and then you're like dude this is like this is like watching just James Cameron directed a reenactment of the Titanic yeah. oh interesting falling apart yeah right and that's what it is and I was like this could be like a thing that they show where it's like fuck all the love story shit. Let's just see the like the the like the disaster part. That's like, what, what he happened. wanted. That's what everyone would have wanted. Everyone but Leonardo DiCaprio and right. Kate Winslet. Yeah, they're that. like, what about our sex scene in the Studebaker or whatever the fuck it was? But how will I get a mansion if we don't put? <laughs> yeah, three hour I love bought a story nice mansion because of that movie. How am I gonna pay my taxes? Dude, so you're like uh, watching it and you're like, this is fucking fascinating and gruesome and fucked up and somber and sad and exciting and awesome and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And then it, it then it just ends with like like a rescue boat like kind of tugging through with all the like frozen dead bodies everywhere. And they're like, is anybody alive? And then it's like just they're just too late. You know, mm -hmm. everyone's dead. All the yeah. people that like were floating in the water after the boat sank. Like the water was so cold that they just, you know, instantly got hypothermia pretty much and died. Yeah. Uh, but the, but that's the end of the movie. It's just the boat looking through, like trying not to hit the bodies with their like the oars and shit. Yeah. And uh, and then it's just like the woman holding the ba the frozen baby like floating by and you're like, oh, God. And then the, and then it just fades out directed by James Cameron. Wow. And it's like that was like a fucked up ending. Because, like, in the Titanic movie, it's like, yeah, it's so fucking tragic. All those people died. But then they, like, sweeten it up with that old lady throwing the heart of the ocean into the water with the yeah. necklace and shit. And then it's like, oh, it's a love story. Oh, it's for the ages. Oh, the heart of the ocean. Well, say, how about we do some ads? <laughs> Dude, put that sound at the end of the fucking... Put that at the end of Owen's cut of the movie. <laughs> like, that's the credit. Oh, and, and as it fades out with all the dead bodies and shit, the fucking My Heart Will Go On plays. Because that's the end credit song. Holy shit. So, and it's like, what the fuck? This is insane. Dude, this movie's fucked up. Wow. But, dude, what a fun way to watch. That honestly might be my new favorite way to watch Titanic. Because that movie's we too We should start fucking picking long. out um, uh, movies to do that, too. Like, what is this movie without this part? Dude, we, uh, we, we kind of went a Disaster little crazy. Movie? Like, what is 2021 if, it, yeah, if it's yeah. never New Year's Eve? Well, we, um, we, we started... So, I'd say about maybe, like, a year ago, Brett Register, our friend, and friend of the show... Uh, was working on a cut of something. He was like cutting out something from some movie. And um, we were all laughing about it and thought it was like pretty stupid. Like, what a waste of time. It was something really dumb. 
And then we all started joking about like, well, what could we, what are versions of movies we could do where we cut something out? Yeah. Like we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking about a version of the karate kid where you cut out Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> And it's just Daniel like learning karate on his own or something. Uh-huh. And then there's a version where you cut out uh, both Daniel and Mr. Miyagi. Uh-huh. So it's just like there's a tournament that happens, I guess. <laughs> Is the story of the tournament? It's just a tournament with like some kid that wins. And you're right. like, okay. Um, but and I, I guess there was like Owen did a version of Star Wars where he like cut out... But yeah, there's a bunch of shit where people are just like, I didn't like that. So I'm just going to cut it out and that's my version. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. Like like cutting a, and also cutting a horror this is movie clueless, into a but comedy. But she never gets mugged at Circus Liquors. Yeah. You just cut that scene out. She's just rich the whole time. Or you can end a movie wherever you want it, too. You just... You, you, <laughs> you put the... Just putting the credits just put the off credits, after yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, just something happens real fast. Yeah, that's And then good. it's done. I like it. And then you show your family that version. <laughs> Did you ever put on little shows for your family? Oh, yeah. All the time. Puppet shows. Puppet we did shows. puppet shows. Sure. That's nice. We had, like, our little... I had, like, a big bird puppet and stuff. Yeah. I would sing songs with the guitar before I knew how to play the guitar. That's good. So I would just hit the guitar and sing songs. Whenever we would like make a sketch, and this was like pre YouTube stuff, we would make VHS sketches. Sketch. Yeah. yeah, and we'd put them on. We'd have them on our like VHSC mm-hmm. cameras, mm-hmm. and then eventually DV and stuff. And then we would premiere them in our living room from the camera. Like you plug the camera into yeah. the TV and uh-huh. then you hit play on the camera. Yeah. And you edited it in you the camera. To, you have to stand there with it because the cord's not it's long too, enough. Yeah, it's too, and if you if you even barely touch it, it loses connection and you're done. Right. Uh, so you did have to stand there the whole time, which really sucked. But uh, but you also edited it in the camera. Right, Like sure. as you were making it. Mm-hmm. So it was like those weird cuts in between each yeah. moment. But and yeah, the we, audio was... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hear, shit. <laughs> Uh, Three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, we would show those to our family, like even if they were like so bad and stupid. Mm-hmm. But we would we would show off the sketches we were making. And stuff. Dude, we backyard wrestled uh, and filmed everything on VHS. Yeah. And it. Do you edited have all that it. still? Uh, no one has it. It's Lost like gone. Time. And I've asked for it. Damn. And the people are like, we made sure that it's gone. Damn. Yeah, someone was like too embarrassed for that to exist. But it was like... Everyone has something like it that. It was like mattresses and rope in the basement. It was basement yeah. championship wrestling. Yeah. And uh, like kids from school used to come watch. Oh, shit. And it was like we had an entrance area. So you had like neighborhood screenings. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was like one VHS version that we used to watch while we were editing it and that's it right and you had that one copy covered in Limp Bizkit and corn music I've got to tell you something we have a treasure okay Owen and I have a treasure Mm. we had this friend who like all but disappeared basically like you have all it was just his head it's just we have his head we have his head and thank God for that Thank you.
Guys, me undies are yum yums all over your good goodies. We're gonna wrap those boys up around where we want them to be. <laughs> when a fighter dies in Street Fighter. <laughs> Dude, me undies are the only underwear I trust these days. I have them on my tuchus right now. And I'll tell you, uh, it, there is not a day in my life for the past, I'd say, six years where I wasn't exclusively wearing nothing but me undies underpants. <laughs> Guys, me undies are oh, just the best underwear I've ever put on my body. And they believe at me undies that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. And they have dozens of fun prints from donuts to superheroes and great colors from bolds to classics that match your unique style and help you feel your best. And MeUndies has tons of other apparel, like insanely soft shorts, joggers, and hoodies that bring more fun to your laziest days. Stop! <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Guys, get matchy-matchy and comfy-comfy between you and your partner in crime. <laughs> With MeUndies, you can match underwear, hoodies, onesies, and more. So you can be as cute as possible with your loved ones. Advertisement. <laughs> Come here. Oh, boy. for the pups for your puppers and me undies also digs that you're working on your fitness so they wanted to provide you with super soft active wear with their new move me collection we got moisture wicking quick drying breathable medium compression uh, 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 products here to provide support okay so guys get more than just junk in your mailbox with a me undies membership choose a new pair of undies socks or bralette each month to grow your collection you'll also save up to 30% on all the me undies snuggly softness you can handle plus you're gonna get early access to special deals and new products So to get 25% To get 25% off your first order plus free standard shipping, visit meundies.com slash banter. Remember, if you're not satisfied with your purchase, it is on me undies. That's 25% of your first order off 
at meundies.com slash baker. Technology. <laughs> Thank you, MeUndie. Adverts. Advertised. Why do we start letting Kevin talk? <laughs> he doesn't even know he's doing it half the time. All right, Mike, that's it. We're done. That's okay. the end of the ads. That's the end of the show. We had our pre-show. <laughs> that's the end of the show. I'm done. Done. Done! Oh, boy. All right. What do you say we... Uh, can I talk we about dates real fast before? Absolutely, dude. Get in there. Uh, the 1st of July, I'll be in San Diego. Thank you. I fucking love this song. The 5th of July, I have two shows at the Comedy Store. The 7th of July, I'll be in San Diego. The 11th of July, I'll be at the Higher Path, and that's in Sherman Oaks, California. Whoa, hell yeah. You remember that place? Yeah, dude. And the 14th, I'll be back in San Diego at North Park. The 15th... Uh, I'm doing don't tell shows in Long Beach, so make sure you're on that don't tell mailing list. And then on the 18th, I'll be at the Irvine Improv for Comedy Juice, probably. Kevin, you're from Irvine. And then I'm going to JFL at the end of uh, yeah, dude. Uh, ne- whatever next month is. Montreal. Tell me you like dinners. <laughs> you should try that while you're. I'm gonna try it. Tell me, do you like to see what's doing on TV? <laughs> New beats here, buddy. You like that? Yeah, Mayor likes it. <laughs> All right, well, guys, how about we get some goddamn history rolls up in Weird shit. What a weird vortex this room. It is. Your grandma knows all the words to that song. God rest her soul. Which is it? Jared Pinkus. Jared Pinkus. Pinkus. We saw Pinkus at the beginning of the show. 
<laughs> a stranger's pinkus. Guys, Jared Pinkus is here saying a teacher's prank, the loud sound bit of 1791. Oh. Hello, boisterous boys. It's Jared from Boston again. I didn't know there was a Jared from Boston in our lives. I saw a documentary about Jared from Boston. While wandering down history road, I realized where my tolerance for your weekly auditory abuse might originate. Bit of a pingy ting. Bit of a pingy ting. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm not. <laughs> what was he saying? <laughs> something about a uh, uh, something about a history road. In sixth grade, my English teacher would play relaxing classical music for us during writing time. Sometimes, when we weren't expecting it, he'd put on the surprise symphony, which is linked below. The surprise occurs in the first thirty seconds, and then never again in the rest of the piece. Surprise! Ooh, this is interesting. Yeah. In fact, my teacher would make the song super quiet to begin with and then blast it in time for the surprise. It was all part of a sadistic persona he adopted as a weird year-round bit. He was still doing this bit for years later. Four, I'm sorry, four years later when my sister Jordan had him too. Jordan and Jared Pincus. <laughs> the surprise symphony was written for me back. <laughs> Cartoon next door neighbor name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here comes Pincus. Here comes the Pincuses. Here comes JJ Pincus. Dude, didn't the Pincus, didn't the Pincus's dogs ruin yeah, the, their Christmas the story? The Pincus hounds, yeah. That's right. Pincuses! Pincuses Sons of bitches! <laughs> Very good. Perhaps... Surprise Symphony was written back in 1791, perhaps. It's the earliest documented loud sound bit. Rumor has it the composer wanted to get back at people for falling asleep at his concerts. I'd recommend a similar technique for DVD live shows if it were possible to fall asleep at those. Absolutely not. Impossible. Too much fun. Jared and Jordan. Wow, from Jared and Jordan. Damn, dude. They alternated words. P.S. Many moons ago, Jordan made that painting of extraterrestrial and Valley Folk merch. <gasps> She'll do another of him in DB merch if you ask nicely, Steve. That's Dude, that nice. E.T., it's not here, but I have it at home. Yeah. And it's an E.T. wearing a Valley Folk hood. Hoodie. I remember that. It used to be yeah. hung up, right? Yeah, it did used to be hung up, and I still yeah. have it, and it's gorgeous and beautiful. So many very good artists listen to the show. Dude, and how. And Hathaway was part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite. Uh, thank you, and Jordan. I would love. I would. Mike and I would love it. I mean, you know, whatever. Don't don't break your back. 
but you you know an ET don't blow your back out don't blow your it. back out over it yeah but if there is if there's an ET wearing DB ET merch then goddamn bless us LGBT ETBD LGBT ETBD this is an LGBT ETDB blowout here at DB Love wins at the LGBTETDB plus blowout. <laughs> we got a few BDs out there. <laughs> Birthdays is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Come on down to the Cerritos. Uh, Cerritos. We're at the Cerritos Civic Auditorium. Mike and I are going to be having a LGBTETDB BB. <laughs> All right, here's the surprise Zippy. Are we ready? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Beautiful. I'm going to get a copyright check for <laughs> This guy's bones are going to come sue us. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my money? Oh, shit! Right when he wanted his money. (laughs) 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 Wow, so that only happens once in the whole song. Nice. What a fucking. This is like an edging song. The first J-O-I video. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jared. Jared uh, Crimmers. What's what your name again? First... <laughs> Crimperton. Crimpus. <laughs> Jared and Jemstein Coolio Nimbus. Crisper. <laughs> Pinkus. Thank you, Julie Fur and Jem Brutus. <laughs> Just making up their names. Thank you, Jim Krimpus. Oh, <laughs> let's do this tender, tender one. Yeah, tender. Thank yeah. you, tender and Jim B. Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Just making up their fucking names. That's not fair. That's thank not how you, you do a show. Big That's... thank you to Temper and Junie Jimson. <laughs> Temper. Temper Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> From Bullet Hole, Memphis. Nebraska. Fortnite. Kristen. <laughs> thank you. Big thank you. Goes out to Temper and Judy Transpense. <laughs> the audience were really happy about it for a second. <laughs> Thank you, Brent Prist. Kristen says, Tinder made me poop my pants. (laughs) Love it. I'm already in, baby. Let's go. Excuse me. Why is that mic so close to my ass? (laughs) It's a YouTube video about how to get a mic so close to your ass. (laughs) How to get a mic close to your ass. Hi, Mark and Stamp. Five horn honk, born girl. Long time, short time, hello and goodbye. Bye. This is my story. So I was on Tinder and was messaging some beautiful girls. At some point on that journey, I got a bit nervous, but in a good way. 
Pretty soon, I heard some rumbles. <laughs> Pretty soon, I was shitting my pants. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I would love that. Even if that's not the end that of your story. That is kind of what it's going to be because so it's really short. short. That's the end of your story. Before I knew it. <laughs> anyway, big fam. If you guys ever come to Milwaukee. <laughs> so they were talking to, some, <laughs> talking to some beautiful girls and then got nervous in a good way. And pretty soon I heard some rumbles. Got up to run to the loo, but behold, I was too late, already embarrassed to be on an app like Tinder, this was a new low. I can't wait for it to be broadcasted to the world. Thank you for reading this. And do not call me. I have a life. Well, I don't think it's embarrassing to be on Tinder, is it? No. Is that embarrassing? I don't understand how Tinder made you shit your pants. Well, they you were nervous. nervous. You were talking to girls? They were so nervous that they pooped their pants. Then maybe the safest place to poop it is on Tinder maybe in the comfort of your own house. Yeah, and be on the loo while you're doing it. Always swipe on the loo, I say. I'm always on the toilet when I talk to women. <laughs> That's why they call it being on the hot seat. <laughs> I'm always on the loo when I'm talking to women. <laughs> always, dude. Because you never know when you're gonna have to make a squirt. Play it for us, Sam. God, he's one of the best, isn't he? I love Sam. Kelsey says short history road plus a be nice or not be nice. My new roommate moved in. It's made me take notice of the ungodly noises I've been making while watching DB. It's bad, guys. Like Creature from the Deep, bad. Like Cloverfield's mom with COPD and a tendency to honk, bad. What's COPD? COPD? The Colorado De Police Department. It's a lung condition? Whoa. Whoa, that's great. Does anybody have any other questions yeah, for Zoe before she leaves? Whoa. And it what makes sounds? Long yeah. wheezing sounds. Make it difficult to breathe. Wow. From laughing. I hope we don't kill you. Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> well, it's bad, guys. Uh, uh, I think the new guy's concerned, and now I'm concerned. That if I attend DB Live, I will get roasted. Wow, so their laugh is like bonkers. They make noises like coughing and dying. A fun laugh without roasting. Yeah, but if someone's like coughing and sounds like they're dying from laughing, it's almost like maybe we should stop jokes. You should bring a CPAP machine with you. Yeah, So, Mike. Uh, be nice or not be nice the, That girl at a DB live show With an uncomfortably weird laugh And before you answer I've been listening since Cloverfield's episode 1 Doesn't hurt to keep in mind I'm also from Connecticut But I'm not quite sure if that helps or hinders All my love to my two favorite born boys Kelsey Do never not be nice to somebody who's laughing At one of our Definitely. shows That's an expression of an emotion you want there Let's talk about other emotions that we want there. Laughing. <laughs> 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 Happiness. Happy. Happiness. That's it. You can have hunger too or thirst. You can develop hunger at the show. Is thirst an emotion? 
That's my favorite uh, Belle Biv DeVoe song. Thirst emotional, <laughs> baby. End it on this one. Treedence? Thank Spring. you, Treedence and Pearson. <laughs> Pearson! <laughs> Thank you, Jig Dig Chungus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, buddy. <laughs> John. Jimmy and Jamie Jamston. Pearson! <laughs> I don't even remember. There's this. no one close to that name in here. The Jamston. Where's this coming from? Where are you pulling this from? Did you meet someone named Cramston today? <laughs> John Creedon says Bonnie and Limb Experiments Road, literally. Uh oh. Hey, you horn burn, bonkin' baby boy laddies. I've been listening since the old lady spun. And Steve had to go to the beach. <laughs> Very good. I gotta go to the beach. Dude, sometimes you laugh so hard you gotta go to the beach. Yeah, and that's nice. You get some fresh air. <laughs> and I gotta say, when I heard Steve recently bring up Uncle Sam buying up grandmas to blow up with bombs, I knew I had to chime in. You see, I was actually in charge of cleaning up after some of these tests in the military. No. And I knew a lot of the guys buying and blowing up these bodies. Dude, imagine knowing, like, imagine walking into a crowded room and you're, and you just could see like what their jobs are, like yeah. above their heads, almost like the Sims or something. And you could just see like that guy just blows up human bodies and he's over there going, <laughs> having a steak with his friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like you walk into, you walk into a restaurant. Yeah. And you see everyone's wearing a name tag. Yeah, yeah. It just shows you what their job is. But they're yeah, like yeah. the most ridiculous shit while they're just living their lives. Yeah. And then, and then they like, well, got to go to bed early tonight because I got to wake up and blow up someone's dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then clean up his brains. Yeah. You think they get paid a lot? I hope so, man. You think they get free counseling? It should be part of the job. Yeah. It should be. I would, I would hope it is. Yeah. Or they have good medical insurance or something. Uh, you see, I was actually in charge of cleaning up after some of these tests in the military, and I knew a lot of the guys buying and blowing up these bodies. It can actually provide a lot. Oh, I can actually provide a lot of information that goes on to help our troops on the. Oh, it can. Sorry. Moving parts, they call it. That goes that's on the name of the program. Moving parts. That's buying great. And selling. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts. Every time somebody says that to you in casual conversation, that's how. That's you what know. they do. Oh man. Yeah. What what kind of business are you in? Well, moving parts. A lot of moving parts. There's a lot of moving parts. I do a lot of moving parts. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I get it. Sometimes I buy them from this fridge, and sometimes I blow them up into thirty thousand little pieces. All right. I don't think you're being <laughs> as discreet as you think you are. I blow up little pieces. I I blow up bodies. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. Took your grandma's you arm off and blew it little pieces. Your grandma will never know it. Uh, I could never get over how absurd it was sometimes. There were a bunch of different outfits the bodies would be dressed in, depending on what they were testing. But Somebody sometimes, goes to Marshalls and gets stuff. Right? We need something in a size three. We need something in an Adidas tracksuit. Mm-hmm. Do you have this Hawaiian shirt in a 2XL? Can we get a watch on this arm? I don't think he'd wear burgundy. They're just guessing what the dead guy was wearing or yeah. would want to wear. 
sometimes you would end up with grandma and grandpa in full military gear sitting in a trench. <laughs> dude, dude, that's like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> I mean, <coughs> I mean, <laughs> fucking hell, dude, that's crazy. Imagine seeing a photo of that. Your mom in full military gear. I would hate that if she was there with some other guy. Like, it would have to be... Right? Like, that's not my dad. Yeah. No, it had to be my mom and dad or my Together. grandparents. Yeah. Not my grandma and somebody's uncle. You can't mix that up. <laughs> dude, dude, Tankers dude, away. Dude. <laughs> Ten. Nine. <laughs> Uh, we can't, we can't do it to grandma, dude. Uh, my end of the operation was quite grim, and I doubt you'd want to hear about the time I had to search for a head strapped into a helmet in the desert. Humble brag, but... <laughs> I was in charge of putting sunglasses on all the bodies. <laughs> they didn't appreciate the googly ones I put on that one guy. But if you have any questions, you can reach me, and then there's the number. Anyway, thank you for everything that you do with the podcast and the Patreon. is so, so cool. Hell yeah. I really love the Behind the Banter series, or Before the Banter. Wow, Behind's a different one. Dude, I really want to talk to that guy. Yeah, you want to talk to him? It's fascinating. Dude, that, the pet mortician, I know. a fascinating job. Dude, I'm, I'm a big fan of, like... Talking to someone whose job it is to do a thing that, like, I literally no one existed. else and yeah. no one else wants to do either. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, you didn't know it existed and and they don't, like, you know, these aren't professions that people are like, I dream to one day clean up I went to school dead bodies. to put sunglasses. Yeah, on a dead body. Yeah. I went to school to learn how to properly put sunglasses on a dead body. Yeah. And make it look cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing it before it was cool. We have some pretty outdated sunglasses that don't look pretty cool anymore. So we want these guys. We have a to look box cool. of Oakleys if you guys want to look through it. But yeah, like, you know, I'm fascinated by people who do that because it's like you are doing, first of all, thank you for your service, thank right? Thank you for your service. Because someone needs to do it. And uh, second of all, like, what is your life like? Like, is it just normal? Like, you just do, like, I, you know, I work, and then I come home, I crack open a beer, I watch the game. I listen to dynamic banter. Yeah, I listen to dynamic banter. I have my, my dinner, my little... Dude, in that in that restaurant, that fictional restaurant you were talking yeah. about with everybody's job, job. Thing, it, it switches to their interests. Dude, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Adult show and tell. Yeah. Instead of showing your thing, it, we just see it. It's up above your head. Right. This is my favorite thing this week. Right. Dynamic banter. <laughs> yeah. Switches to job. Here's what I'm listening to. Cleaning up dead bodies. Dude, you know those like AR glasses are like coming? Like, you know, they're they're like they oh, yeah. come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wanna call this guy? Yeah. 
Start texting, sex, sex. Remember that thing that Harley was like, no, you just got to do this thing to your phone. I never undid it. What did we do? It hid well, your number. You never undid it, then it doesn't matter. But no, but he did a thing that I never stopped doing. You go into settings, or you see what's doing with your caller ID. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, you got to see what's doing with your number. My number. Call Show my caller ID. Tell Show me you like ID. numbers. Yeah, see? It's off. Uh, so should we call it? So we'll call this guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> What's behind that door? <laughs> every every lawn is being mowed behind that door. You're opening up the door and there's a motorcycle revving. his name Jim T Johnson's <laughs> Jamie and Jerry Johnson's wow people don't answer it anymore because they don't know your right? call has been forwarded you just got straight phone you your number text him <sighs> this is Steve I'm in trouble please I need your help and no one else's I need only your help. you can help me <laughs> well listen John uh, I'm sure you're kicking yourself with someone else's leg uh, for not picking up that phone call, but maybe send us in another email or something eventually with some more info or something. Yeah. Do you have a question that he could put in an answer email? <laughs> do you, right before a blast goes off, do you ever look at the way you pose the people and go, "Looks pretty good," like that? Or you ever <laughs> laugh a little bit? Or you ever, yeah. Do you ever do anything wacky? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is humor involved at all? Yeah. Yeah. You ever put, like, their hands in their pockets? They're, like, chewing on a piece of straw. They're, like, real casual, relaxed. Something tells me these aren't very malleable buoys. (laughs) Ten. Nine. guys don't look happy. (laughs) (sighs) Guys, thanks for listening to today's show. What a fun time we had. Huh? Wasn't it beautiful today? Yeah, very relaxing show. You want to run through your your plugs one more time? Yeah. Why not? Let me tell you right now. On the 1st of July, I'm in San Diego. Long time no see, I believe, is the show. Uh, But I'll post about it in my stories, all of these. On the 5th, I got two shows at the Comedy Store. Probably 7.30 and 9, if I'm guessing. Uh, uh, The 7th, I'm back in San Diego. The 11th, I'm at Higher Path in in Sherman Oaks. The 14th, San Diego in North Park. The 15th, Don't Tell in Long Beach. The 18th, Irvine Improv. And then after that, JFL in Montreal. See what's doing on TV. You have some poutine, Mike? I would love to have some smoked meat and poutine. Yeah. The food in Montreal is very good. What is your, uh, what's your go-to meal in month? Eggs. Eggs. They do eggs different, different over there? They just do them. They just I like do eggs. Them. Montreal eggs are something you gotta try. Don't let a day go by without you trying Montreal eggs. Montreal Angels.
Jamie Jansen. Stop! That was a headgum podcast.